Welcome to Occasionally Awesome. I'm Nick Youssef. I'm Kevin Christie. Episode 130. Oh, yeah. It's a good number. It is a good number. Yeah. We made it this far. It's the end of the year. Right. Um, that means a lot of things to, uh, to people. Uh, by people, I mean uh, media blogs and uh, <laughs> podcasts who sit there and go, what did this year mean? Let's get a fucking list together yeah. and let's tell everyone about it. Uh, we are doing a sort of that. Right. But we're not sitting there going like, all right, here's our top five favorite albums, books, people, Goals we accomplished, news resolutions, blah blah blah. Um, we, uh, I mean, have you read a lot of these festive end of year lists? No, no. Um, I read a few of the the headlines for them, and I go, nah. <laughs> I don't really care who this. If I didn't care about it when it happened. I don't care about it being wrapped up. Right. Yeah. So we were thinking of like, a, I guess, a way to uh, uh, to go about it. But uh, oh, real fast. Uh, this is our intro. I forgot. Uh, what's today? The 29th of December. Uh, a, we hope your Christmas holiday, whatever you celebrate, uh, went well or is going well. We're in the taint of the holidays now. Yep. Um, and New Year's is coming up, so do something fun. New Year's is overrated to me. Amateur um, night, they call it. Yeah, nothing you do ever lives up to the hype. It costs a lot of money. Don't remember it. Yeah, and then you go, oh, we just did a countdown that costs... $70 a person for and <laughs> includes a champagne flute and a little fucking yeah party thing yep. um, so yeah whatever you do don't drink and drive either because yeah. uh, Uber's lips and don't be a fucking moron although man look into the flex cost of an Uber on New Year's Eve oh they yeah they could that, I mean that's gotta be the worst day probably I think if you leave Certain times, it's like I mean, it's always going to be like times two or three one a.m. on New Year's Eve, or I guess it's technically be New Year's morning. Yeah, one to three. For Uber will be a shit show. Yeah, like it'd probably be a hundred bucks to go a half mile. A half mile. Uh, although they have Uber Pool, which is nice. That's bunch like, of bunch of drunk strangers. <laughs> yeah, all getting it, but it's five bucks. All so getting cool. in a Prius. <laughs> <laughs> right. Um, God, the amount of times people walk up to my car thinking <laughs> yeah. I'm their Uber driver is starting to get annoying. The first yeah. three or four times, it was kind of funny, um, especially when I know they're doing it. I'll just like keep – I'll look <laughs> – like they'll kind of lean down and look into my window, and then I'll lean down Have and look at them. Have you ever considered picking one up because they're hot? No, I would never do that. Okay. Um, imagine how fucking – Frightening that would be for a girl if I was like, "Oh, this would be a funny joke," and then she gets in and then looks around and goes, "Wait, there's no you on this car. Who the fuck?" And then she, "You're not my Uber driver." I am Nick. She'll think I'm kidnapping her. She'll fucking punch me, grab the steering wheel. We're crashing into a telephone pole, and that joke turns into a double homicide. A hilarious story. Though. <laughs> um, Great headline. So, where am I? I'm uh, nowhere really uh, special. Uh, Literally, as you're listening to this, if you want to go to the punchline, I'm there right this evening. Oh, yeah. Del Rey. There you go. Come and, if you have nothing to do. You want to tell them what city that's in? San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, you know, if you Google, by the way, if you Google the punchline, you get a lot of clubs. So Yeah, there's like three, four. There's five. more than that. If, uh, so punchline San Francisco. Yeah. And Dean, Dean Del Rey. Uh, at the end of January, uh, 29th, 30th, North Carolina. Uh, you can hear me right now. I'm going to be in Wilmington uh, playing Dead Crow Comedy Club. I've heard it's a cool city. I've heard it's a cool club. I'm excited to go there. Uh, those will be Friday, Saturday night shows. NickYousef.com slash gigs for that. Oh, also, there is a little uh, discount promo code thing hidden in our podcast somewhere. Um I'm just going to give you a hint. It's in the episode description for last week's episode, the one that came out on the uh, 22nd. So in iTunes, or if you subscribe to the podcast, the, the description thing, um, there's a discount code for, for those pins I'm selling. So, And that's valid from the... Oh, no, I think that's probably over. But no, no, it's not. Sorry, there's a few days left. Uh, it started on the 24th of December... Uh, and it goes all the way through the end of the year, uh, through the end of the 31st. So jump on that shit uh, if you want one of those pins. Um, and then I think that's it for right now. Um, 
beginning of February, where am I? I'm in Vegas. Uh, February 2nd. Uh, February 2nd through 7th, I'm at the Improv in Vegas. Um, that's that. That's a lot. That's a lot of things in Vegas. <laughs> Dude, I know. I just did that in yeah. June or whatever. Yeah. Boy, that's a lot of days in Las Vegas. <laughs> Thank God they have that Pinball Hall of Fame museum there. Maybe just commute back and forth. Every day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my car just explodes yeah. on day three. <laughs> It wasn't fun. I, I, I lost $800 in gas, but it was fine. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm going to play so much Medieval Madness at that arcade. It's going to be amazing. That's fun. Uh, they have at the Tahoe Improv an arcade. Really? And the, yeah. Like downstairs. Oh, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because I don't gamble or anything. Fuck. And there's a top skater, the skateboard. Yeah. And it yeah. was broken when I went in there. Uh, yeah. Which is a bummer, dude. I wish I'd done. There was an arcade when I was there. <coughs> oh yeah, yeah. It's a uh, down and and the Harrah's, which you can get to with the bridge that connects the two. They have an arcade over there too. Fuck. Yeah, yeah. So there's all kinds of games. All I did was hurt myself snowboarding. That's funny. I'm s- yeah. Anyway, um, all right. So this is going to be an interesting episode. I'm I'm excited about it. Oh, should we tell people? We should tell people our. Uh, I wanted to. I was looking up our. Our stats for, oh, right. for these. We should uh, if you're new if you're a newer um listener to the podcast mm-hmm. and you're like, Hey, I don't want to listen to all of these, there's too many. <laughs> but you're like, Hey, what are some hot ones? What are some ones that seem to be people's favorites? Um, Nick has discovered our top five. Right after he this computer just turned on, on his computer. <laughs> so for being realistic about the <laughs> amount of time um, it's going to take him to pull up these stats. It's a solid state drive. It'll start up fast. <laughs> <laughs> we we're looking at between one and to three hours. Minutes. Um, well, it's either for uh, <coughs> newer listeners or people that just kind of sometimes you skip episodes, I guess. Um but yeah, you can look at like uh, statistics for who listened to the most listened to episodes. So these aren't even we didn't pick them; it's literally you guys did, just by like deciding they were your favorites. Um, and man, your internet is not the fastest. Yeah, that's why I, when I heard the sound of the bong, I realized we were fucked. <laughs> um, why is that it's so slow? I don't know. You're a homeowner, Christy. Get it together. What? Uh, what do you want me to buy? <laughs> uh, you want me to buy my own tower? A, be- <laughs> a better router or something. Well, I have a ra- I have, I have I get the I get the one. I don't know. I get the one. I don't know. And by the way, fuck these people. I don't even know <laughs> which people? Time Warner. Oh, okay. They have these dumb commercials now that make themselves feel like, "Oh, we've solved these problems. You still suck." Yeah. Have all the clever commercials you want. You're still a garbage company. <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay. Um, this has been ready for 30 seconds. Okay, great. Minute. Um, so our most played episodes for Occasionally Awesome, January through December of 2015, number one, uh, episode 98, this will come as no surprise, Ed Templeton. Oh, good. Yeah, he's our number one by a long shot. Really? I mean a long <laughs> shot. Um, oh, cool. It would be, it's going to be in the next t- couple days would be impossible for anyone <laughs> to catch up to this uh oh, cool. if you're not familiar with ed templeton kevin take it away he's a world famous skateboard icon yes, also a famous artist yeah we had him on and talked about his life and career and process and it was epic here he's one of those people where when you meet him and talk to him you do a little thing called nerding out yeah you nerd out yeah. pretty hard guys. uh that was the main description uh from people who listen to it that i talked to they're like dude i listened to the ed templeton episode fucking nerd out dude <laughs> i nerded out so hard yeah it was so cool yeah all those stories yeah uh that's a really great episode if you grew up a skate kid, uh, 80s, 90s, even now. Like, he's yeah. someone you're familiar with. And we sat with him and talked for a while, two hours, touched a little bit on art, and he told a bunch of cool skate stories. He's the nicest guy in the world. Yep. Um, uh, episode number two, second most popular, episode 88, Urban Legends. Uh, really? That was a big hit. Huh. Yeah. I'll be um, damned. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that one, we just covered, like, a bunch of those... 
with like the crocodile in the sewer one. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, like the, he- like the that. flashing headlights, flashing gang headlights, gang initiation. Yeah, yeah, all those ones that we went through a bunch, okay. um, and those are fun because you know in this day those are so easily, yeah, provable, <laughs> disprovable, whatever. Um, yeah, and those are just ones you sit there and talk about. Sometimes. Oh, we did Richard Richard Gear um, the gerbil, gerbil yeah. in his butt. Yeah, yeah, that's a good one, classic um, one. So that was our second most popular. Our third most popular uh, was. The bonus episode where I just gave my album away. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, a lot of people. That would be a real bummer it. if it was like super low. <laughs> like number 130. <laughs> like, I'm like, oh, oh man. Wow. Uh, yeah. 60 downloads in a dwindling. <laughs> <laughs> right. Uh, someone just gave it back. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I in the positive on this one? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, someone wants a refund It costs no money Okay yeah. Uh, so yeah So that was number three So yeah If you don't have my first album uh, It's free uh, If you subscribe to this podcast on, You can download it on SoundCloud uh, It's There's no number for it It's just called Bonus episode I can't remember where it fell in Probably right. in the early hundreds um, Number four Is episode 87 Feminism 101 Part one. Oh, cool Yeah Who was uh, our guest? That was uh, Is that Cassandra? No, wait. I don't think so. I thought that was uh, what uh, Jess and what's her name? Oh, Je- Jess and Cat. Yeah, we really remember our. Uh, <laughs> that was them, right? We've done more than one. We did one with Cassandra, and then we did one. She was our second one, I think. Oh, okay, but yeah. So we we that one was basically us just going. So we don't know a lot about feminism, <laughs> yeah. and because we're dudes and we're dumb, and yeah. we want to know more. So we talked to these lovely young ladies about. Kind of what it means to be a woman, and they both have a social media presence, and we talked about that. Yeah, like they're both they have they're to both attractive, yeah. uh, and you know just what it's like, kind of day to day being a woman. What is what feminism means to them and stuff, and we just kind of ask questions to kind of better understand uh, the fairer gender. Is right. it sexist to say? Who knows? Yeah, who knows? It probably is now. Yeah. Uh, number five, episode one hundred six. David Taylor defends Florida. Oh wow! Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. These are all surprising to me. I mean, yeah, not it, Ed. Oh, yeah, no, not Ed at all. Yeah. Um, and not my fucking album, Yeah, asshole. I guess when no. you think uh-huh. about free product, that makes sense, yes, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Dave, uh, I mean, he's a great podcast guest because he yeah, just talks sure. at In length. In defense of Florida. Yeah, yeah. Talks about Orlando, why it's like, why he likes it. Mm-hmm. I don't remember me. I don't remember him changing my opinion at all. Yeah, I mean, there were a couple things where, like, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, it's still, like, I'm still not sold on the state of Florida. But nah, 100% uh, sucks. <coughs> Dave is a uh, funny dude. He's a great podcast guest just because he just fucking has a wealth of information, a bunch yeah. of random shit, and he's funny, and he can just talk and talk. Uh, he also has his own podcast, which we should plug, called Until I Lose Interest. Uh, you can download that on, I'm sorry, subscribe to it on uh, iTunes. And I think there's a website until I lose interest.com where there's like more uh, detailed information about each each episode. Right. He gets like a guest on and then he just kind of like, everyone has like a weird, crazy story and he just like talks to them about it. So it's a lot of the guest talking and he's good at guiding people through um, these really, really sometimes bizarre but always interesting stories so right. subscribe to that um and dave's also a comedy store regular uh you can see him there um a few times a week yeah um and that was it and then we can just quickly go through six through ten because they're pretty close in 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 numbers uh number six episode 122 colin hanks uh mm-hmm. Great actor, super huge music nerd. He came on to talk about his Tower Records documentary, All Things Shall Pass. That was a really fun episode. Colin's a great guy, uh, loves himself some music. And if you haven't seen that documentary, watch that. I think you can pre-order it now uh, to own. Right. Episode 7 was, I mean, seventh most popular, episode 91, T-shirt off, where we talked about cool graphic shirts. Oh, cool. Uh, episode eight, I'm sorry, number eight was episode 108, Jerry Ferrara sneakerhead. Oh, cool. Uh, Jerry Ferrara is our legacy guest. Yeah, but, well, it's tied now. Well, uh, Teeb is up by half. Right. So he calls himself the dynasty guest <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> He's creating this, like, yeah. uh, rivalry or whatever. <laughs> so, Jerry, you're not, you're not our, uh, our most frequented guest, man. 
And he's also in no way listening to this. Um, <laughs> well, someone will tell him. Someone will tag him in a tweet right. and go, hey, right now, they're, even yeah. if they didn't think of it, they'll go, oh, yeah, good idea. Yeah. Uh, so number nine was episode 93, Outrage Culture, oh. um, where we kind of tried to understand that a little more. Like, where are we in it? How long is this going to last? Everyone's offended at everything. That was a cool one. Uh, and the 10th most popular is uh, In Deep with Keep, episode 81. Oh, cool. Um, yeah. Talk that was about, a good one. That was interesting. Yeah, that was good. How how yeah. to start a cool hip shoe company and make it thrive. And she went into like how she struggled through the recession and was able to come yeah. out of it and yeah. and be successful. Uh, her store is on what? Fairfax? Uh, yeah. 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 So Keep Shoes. They make cool Keepcompany.com. shoes. Keepcompany.com. Keepcompany.com. And if you live in L.A., uh, she has a store on Fairfax. Check that out. Yep. Uh, so yeah, for you newer listeners, that's what everyone that's been listening to us for 130 episodes, uh, those are the ones they love the best, and I agree with you guys. Yeah, those, those are, are all, they're all good ones. Yeah. Um, they're all fun and and very. Everyone is so much different than the one right before or after it. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So this one, speaking of different ways to end a year with an episode, yeah, uh, we wanted to do something. A, a list of something. And I came up with a great idea for a list. Tell everyone what it is. Hottest dudes. Hottest dudes. Who's the hottest? Who, what dudes are super hot right now? Yeah. And we're defining hot as uh, physically attractive. Guys where you're like. I yeah, for sure. I'm I, not. No, I don't have any fucking dogs on my list. Yeah. These are hot dudes. Guys where you're like, I want to look like that. Yeah. At least at least part of their bodies I want. Yeah. I want the the. The shoulder muscles. Yeah, but this is this is a this is a pile of hot beef I got going here. Yeah. Uh, which is gonna be the name of the episode. Yeah, it should be pile of hot beef. Yeah, meat parade. <laughs> meat parade. Yeah. <laughs> uh, pile of hot beef parade. That's good. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I couldn't really come up with a bunch. I'm not. I don't really know what a lot of fucking male or female celebrities. You got to get on cataloging hot dudes, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what are you not doing that for? Your ranking of hot dudes game is weak. Uh, right now, I'm googling hottest dudes. Oh, great! That's a that's a great start. By the way, that's how learning how to catalog your hottest dude list starts. Hottest Google dudes, hot 2015. dudes, fifteen. Yeah, um, I'm gonna start with uh, he. You know, he had a hot he had a hot 2015, had a hot 2014. Steph Curry. Yeah, Steph Curry is on the Golden State Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Golden State Warriors have currently one loss. <laughs> I think they're twenty five and one. Yeah, they 20, won the 24. NBA twenty four and one. Are they? I think they played since then. And they won that. Yeah, they won that. Oh, okay. Uh, they uh, they won the NBA championship last last season. Mm-hmm. Then they proceeded to win twenty three games without losing this season. And Steph Curry, the reason I think he's so hot right now is he walks the line of like incredibly confident in what he does without seeming like an asshole. He's also outrageously talented. He's super good. I mean, the dude can shoot the lights out. Yeah. It's he's hanging 40 on teams. <coughs> he hangs 40 on teams all the time. Routinely, he barely plays in the fourth quarter. He's he's got like thirty five points mid mid through the third quarter. It's incredible. He also has really pretty eyes, <laughs> and uh, he's a good looking ki- he's a good looking kid. He's got a great smile. Also moves like a ballerina. He's graceful as fuck, yeah. guys. Yeah, he's got a great story. He like was always really really. His dad was a professional basketball player, mm-hmm. and uh, he grew up really small. And so he wasn't draft like highly uh, like uh, recruited to go to co- play college anywhere as a walk on, uh-huh. and he was so small in high school that he shot from his waist and he had to relearn how to shoot the ball because you really? just it's too easy to guard someone shooting from their waist huh. in college. So he had to retrain himself how to shoot the ball, and then he was a he was going to be a walk on. So he went to a really small school, and then that school like became like a Cinderella story in the Final Four. Yeah. I don't think they won, but like it was like who is this dude? And then he proceeded to go to the NBA, and he had injury trouble like early on, and then. But in the last couple of years, it's just like this guy. What this guy's doing is ridiculous. Here's why I like Steph Curry is because his outs- eyes. outside his eyes, uh, outside of his uh, outrageous talent, he's yeah. so great. He's uh, he's got his shit together as yep. far as a professional athlete goes. Because the last couple of years, you you hear and see a lot of stories about athletes that are just. 
breaking laws and beating people up yeah. and getting arrested with guns and stuff. He's like a model athlete. Yeah. You know, he's one of those like when you were growing up and stuff, you were like you'd look up to athletes and shit and be like, I want to be like Mike. Literally, yeah. what's the slogan? I want to be, you know, um, and nowadays it just seems harder and harder to find an athlete where you if you had a kid or a younger brother or cousin or or whatever that you could be like, that should be your role model. Because you go like, well, what if that guy like gets arrested for drunk driving next week? Yeah. Or, you know, gets into a fight and gets suspended for 20 games or get, or whatever. But he's one of those dudes that like just seems like a good guy. And he does press conferences with his fucking daughter. He married his high school sweetheart. Oh, yeah. They've got well, the cutest kid ever. Yeah. And like his wife was in interview. She's like, uh, she goes, honestly, every night we come home, we make dinner, we watch Modern Family. <laughs> She's like, we're kind of the most boring people ever. They're and almost two perks. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yo, yeah. Is, is they have a crazy like S and M dungeon in their in their. Honestly, if that's how house. they keep it spicy, God bless. Them. Yeah, yeah. As long as it's just them two, and they don't have yeah. any. Yeah, but he just seems people. like a good. And and the thing is, I don't like. I don't want my athletes to be like sheepish and apologetic. I like that he's like, yeah, we're good. We, oh, yeah. you know, he's like when they were. When you the streak was still going, hubris, you know? when the streak was still going, he was like, "We feel confident in what we can do." Like he's a confident guy, uh-huh. and because he has to be. Like I, I think it's like a lot of times we expect our athletes to have like no swagger, and it's like, well, how do you think they win? They got to be winners. Yeah, I mean, swagger is fine. Just don't be a fucking asshole or hot. You know, know when it's appropriate to uh, seem more humble than you actually are. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you know, I, LeBron walks that line. Okay, sometimes you see him acting like a little bit of a dick but like yeah. you know there are, there are times where I bet you LeBron feels way better about himself than he lets on because he knows it's not appropriate in that moment yeah there might be like a response now to this like current status of like athletes that are just like a little too rough around the edges and just like getting in a lot of trouble because guys yeah. like Steph Curry and like Blake Griffin those guys seem like fun laid back dudes where you're like I'd like to hang out with that guy yeah. and like I could tell like a kid to be like, look up to that dude. He's a hard worker I've and he treats ar- people right. I've been around Blake Griffin. He is a great dude. Yeah. And that's Super what, nice dude. That's what you should fucking have in your athletes. Yeah. You know but I mean? at the same time, you know, I don't mind. Like, every, you know, in the last few weeks, maybe four weeks, people have been giving Cam Newton of the Panthers a hard time because he's, he's uh, been doing a lot. Every time he scores, which is plenty, he, he he likes to dance for a long time. Yeah. And they were giving him a hard time. He's like, yo, I'm having fun. This is a sport, and I'm trying to enjoy myself. And everyone's like, you know, yeah. he's fucking right. And Let the guy dance for like a minute. Yeah, and, it's, and it, honestly, when you look at some of the stuff the other, other people in the NFL are doing, like <coughs> a little dancing is not a big deal at all. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Comparatively speaking. So that's why Steph Curry is such a hot piece right now on fire. Um, Here's one of mine. Fiery hunk of beef. Uh Speaking of fiery hunk of beef, uh, Benedict Cumberbatch. Okay. I kind of only sort of know what he looks like. Oh, wow. Really? Um, he's a fucking gentleman. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Is He's Doctor Who? Oh, no, no. Jesus, Sorry. someone right now just fucking punched their yeah, computer. I, their I lost iPhone. somebody. Um, Who is he? Who's he play? He is, uh, what's it fucking called? Um, now I can't remember. Um Fucking Sherlock Holmes. Jesus oh, Christ. Okay. All Sherlock I could think Holmes. of was Dr. Watson. And I'm like, it's not Watson, you <laughs> idiot. It's fucking Sherlock Holmes. Okay. Uh, yeah, Doctor Who is a whole other world. Right. Um, and there's been so many. I don't even know who the current one is. Um, I guarantee you he's thin and pasty like Cumberpatches. Uh, probably, yeah. I think they all have kind of been. They literally have um, to be. Yeah. First of all, good looking dude. Always well dressed. Yeah. Great actor. Right. Uh, that British accent just, I mean, if he's married and has a kid now, but if he wasn't, it's like, good luck to any girl who's trying to not fuck Benedict Cumberbatch yeah. in a conversation. Cause he's just going to like charm you when, right a, into when bed. a guy could straight up jack your girl with just audio. Oh yeah. Yeah. A hotness. Yeah. He could walk up and go, are you going to finish those fries? Yeah. In you, a British accent. And the next thing you know, it's on. you're having sex on that very table. Yeah. In front of me. Yeah. Which is a bummer. Um, yeah. He seems like, um, I mean, I don't know, but like personal life, I never try and be like, they seem cool just because based on their characters and shit. Um, but I just like his, uh, his persona as like, as an actor, whatever he's thrown out there. Um, and it's like a diamond in the rough because British actors and actresses, whew, a lot of them don't look too good. 
Uh, yeah, but they are better. They're so much better. And, I mean, they, they look like real people. So they it's like, are just more. They are. They are better trained. Yeah, because they're more worried about doing that than looking really. And good. the way you get you get famous on the West End, and it's no bullshit over there. Yeah, you are not. There's no bad. Not a lot of bad acting over there. Yeah. So. Um, yeah, because they pick people, it seems, based more on actual skill yeah. than just like, well, they're really beautiful to look at, so let's yeah. put them in a movie. There's some, but like they, you know, they uh, acting's uh, looked at as more of a respectable trade over there, but you have to be quite good at it. Yeah. Um, yeah, um, there's way more good actors, but yeah. he, he's one of them. Um, yeah, always sharply dressed, super charming, super cool. He's one of those guys who are like, I could be him for a month and probably have a real good time. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so yeah, that's that. Um, my next hot chiseled, uh, chiseled firebrand, firebrand hotness dude is Idris Elba. Okay. Yeah. Having a hot year. Uh, we'll just talk about that one together since that was my next one too. My thing about what this, the thing about his hotness is it's now basically he's the preemptive James Bond. Yeah. Where it was like, it's time to have a non-white James Bond. And everyone's like, you know who it should be? Idris Elba. And it was yeah. basically like, I don't know who said it first, but it became just a ground swelling of like, oh, yeah, it has to be because Idris like, Elba. Oh, obviously it's And him. so now, if if when What's-His-Name's done, which I think he is. The, uh, the, Daniel uh, Craig. Daniel Craig, who I, I thought is great. He's actually. great. Those movies are those good. Ones. Those are the only ones I've really seen. I haven't seen a lot of Bond movies. Whoa. I mean, like I saw like some when I was a kid, but not, not good ones. Like the Sean Connery ones. No. Oh, I don't think geez. I've seen a Sean Connery one. Oh, those are so good. I know. I just oh, never wow. got around to seeing him. I, I, I really like the um, A View to a Kill because Duran Duran did the song when right. I was a kid. Um, but... So when Daniel Craig's done, which I think he might be soon, uh-huh. uh, it's like if they don't pick Idris Elba, it's going to be a huge problem. I think so. Like he's basically just like, oh, yeah, I'm clearly <coughs> going to be the next Bond. Because so who just... would make a better Bond right now? As far as like it's actors, hard to think of people. Tom Hardy would be the only other person, but yeah. he's too like – there's too much of a dark edge there. He's too like – I think Tom I Hardy him. could do it because he he's really good. No, he's great. Um, but he would make a better Bond villain. Oh, yeah, you're right. Idris Elba is like, that's a smooth operator, dude. Yeah. That guy is like, he's good looking, looks great in a suit. Oh, and he, he crushes a suit. destroys mm. it when it comes to acting. Yeah, he's the real deal. I mean, imagine him just sitting in a casino somewhere like holding a gun. Yeah. And then the fucking credits are rolling. Like yep. that's that's perfect. You can picture him with the music, and you just look at his face, and you're like, it's pretty obvious. Yeah, and it's like they've only ever had white bonds. Yeah, and it's like you don't even need to change it. The race doesn't matter for Bond. No, it's just like the the character, the the personality. They've got the a charm. new Harry Potter play on the West End, and a a, a black woman's playing Hermione. Yeah, because why the fuck not? Yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Yeah, so um, he's he, I like it's just there's something about the fact that the way he went about his career made it like numerically probable that he's the new Bond to the point where everyone it's sort of cool how everyone came to the same conclusion or yeah. once they heard it, they were like oh like it was just so obvious it's right in front of your side. face uh, he was the first and I'm sure a lot of people were like this the first they ever saw of him was when he played Stringer Bell on the wire right. And I mean, talk about just home runs every single episode. Yeah. He's just he's so good and just so believable as this like fucking intimidating drug dealer, lord, business guy. You know, he he just was playing multiple characters at the same time so perfectly. Yeah. And then you see him in an interview and you're like, that motherfucker's British? Like <laughs> yeah. you would have never <laughs> in a million years yeah. guessed. Yeah. And then you're like I love him even more. <laughs> yeah. He yeah. is the best, dude. Yeah. I'd like to be that guy for a few months, I think. Yeah. I mean, it must have been hard coming up for him, but dude, now I, he's like, it's now it's gravy. I get into the driver's seat of Stringer Bell. I'm getting in the driver's seat of my, he probably drives a Bentley, and then I'm taking <laughs> it over to Halle Berry's house, and I'm closing the deal. <laughs> I'm closing the deal, Halle. You and I are happening. <laughs> I might be have to be Stringer Bell for it, <laughs> but it's going down. Um. My next one, Zoe Saldana, I, I'm coming for you too. I, 
I lo- I'm just lumping all these men together because they're kind of like. So you, you want to have an orgy? They're a team. <laughs> oh. Well, they function as a they function as a whole. Whoa, a team. Hold on, let me guess. Let's see who it is. Is it is a current current it, yeah. of this year? This year, and it's a team of people. Well, it's not technically a team, but they function together. They function together. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I can't even imagine who the fuck this would be. Just a bunch of shiny, ripped pieces of hot dude meat. Wait, hold on. Is it the guys from that movie? Yeah. Uh, shit. It's the cast the of Magic Mike, you Magic guys. Magic Mike. That's what it is. The entire okay. prime USDA. There may be an Australian. <laughs> USDA select. Prime hunks of man, be, yeah. man dude. Just like. Bone in. Just. <laughs> A bunch of bone and ribeyes <laughs> is what they are because yeah. they're easy on the eyes. Yeah. And it's, uh, you know, you got McConaughey yeah. out there just throwing it around. Uh-huh. And Wait, uh, was he in? I think he was in this last one. Oh. You got the dude. Uh, he just married the lady from Modern Family. That's the thing. I don't really need their names. Yeah. Channing Tatum, the ringleader. Oh, yeah. He's obviously hot. Yeah. And here's the thing. As I get older... And the more I routinely think I'm going to go to the gym and then don't, mm-hmm. I become I, I gain more and more respect for people that can keep themselves in tremendous shape. Thank you, Kevin. Because, dude, <laughs> it's a lot of work. And if the kind of shape you need to be in to be filmed, oh yeah, and to it's the stupid. filmed for the point of saying, look at the shape this person is in on film, yeah, is another level. Probably a lot of them had your to do. character in the film is your body. Yeah, there's yeah. no like, oh, your backstory. And yeah, you're like, it's just your body. Yeah, they're not like, you know what, you look okay, but you're such a good actor, you can be in Magic yeah. Mike under no you can circumstances. Be in this speedo, no, no way. Under no circumstances, I respect- DiCaprio would be like, I would love to be in this movie, and they'd go, you know what, you're you're great, but we can't. Yeah, we can't. sorry, you're just not shredded. Enough. Can't do it. We're gonna have to take Channing Tatum. And I like the fact that they all just like you know got super waxed up. Uh, sh- sh- got shiny. Yeah, covered themselves in oil, and yeah. then danced, which and for a solid weekend gave a bunch of boyfriends the night off to just fucking watch what they want on TV yeah. and yeah. hang out with their friends. Because there were fucking movie theaters all across the country, yeah. just covered in fucking female sweat. Yeah, from I mean, the dancing around and jumping on seats they were doing. That movie ruined movie seats. Oh yeah, and. There was a level of wetness. It gave in AMC theaters. I, I appreciate giving you know the, the women I know that have to have to deal with me things to picture when it's have to deal with you. You know what I mean? Like it gives them something to close yeah. their eyes and think about when they've made the terrible mistake yeah. of coming into my sex lair. So you know that when uh, you're you're hooking up with a girl, one of them. And well, for yeah. a second. I mean, wait, what? I mean, they picture one of them probably. Oh, they picture one of them. That's yeah, what's yeah. nice is there's so many. So if they close their eyes for longer than three seconds, yeah, you know that they they're went somewhere. They're, they're they went to Magic Mike Land. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And you're okay with that? Look, I'm not dumb. Okay. I understand. I and but I do. I you know having being secure enough within themselves to to get all oiled up and and gyrate. Right. You know that's not those are vulnerable moments. You got a whole cast and crew standing around and they're like, "Hey, put on your speedo and go dance." That's, you know, granted that I'm sure the extras were fired up. Room full of female extras probably was excited, but after take number 9, mm-hmm. you're tired and your hamstrings are sore and they're like, "No, no, no. Go out there and shake your dick some more, dude." And that's your job. And those guys did it. And that movie was a big ass hit. So, you know, I'm proud of them for doing that. My next one um, is uh, I'm going to have to go with Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Really? Yeah. Oh, not me. Because I don't think like, I mean, you're going for straight up physical like these guys are hot. No, I, like, I think, I'll, but also performance base. I like Joseph Gordon-Levitt, Levitt, Levitt, whatever, however you want to say it, because <laughs> he, he was a comeback kid. I do I very much that. I admire anyone who can get famous twice very hard. Yeah. And he I mean he reinvented himself. It wasn't yeah. just like, "Hey, remember what I used to do? I'm back and I'm doing it even harder." No. He went, "Hey, 
Remember what I used to do? Well, I'm all grown up now. Yeah. Uh, I dress impeccably. Mm-hmm. I'm super fucking cool. Right. I get involved in cool projects. Yep. Uh, and a lot of people think he's gay. Yeah, he's really? got to, yeah, he's got to fight that, yeah. um, which has got to get annoying. Yeah, not because it's like bad. After to be. a while, you're just like because you're just like it doesn't matter because yeah. I don't think he is, but like it's got to be annoying when like you're doing something like you know acting work or whatever it's going to be, and then that keeps coming up, and you're yeah. just like quit mentioning this thing that has no impact on my fucking movies or whatever it is I'm doing. Yeah, it's boring to talk about. Um. But yeah, he seems like he's having a great fucking time, uh, and he's got great. He's got a great sense of style. He has made the decision to try to do stuff that's different and weird, and you got to respect that. Yeah, I like, and there's like, and that's why he stood out because there's not a lot of guys doing that. No, most guys are just like, I'm in these projects, and then I show up at the red carpet and I put on a suit, and yeah. then I give the same interview over and over again. But he seems like he's just kind of off doing his own thing, which is almost more impressive considering that he. Was a child actor, couldn't work forever, and then made the comeback, and is still like, I'm not fully playing the game. Well, I'm I noticed my like own thing. I bet, and, and the thing he's doing is a way less lucrative. Which like he yeah. he has a commercial campaign right now, which probably is just to offset the fact that the movies he makes don't have any money, right? You know, because they're weird. What was the movie he did about the Snowden story? I don't know. Um, what the fuck? I want to see that. This I'm, year, didn't he have the movie come out about porn, or was that last year? About porn. About being a dude obsessed with porn. He played like a bro. Oh, yeah. I saw that. Yeah. That was okay. I mean, I the one of the main things I saw him in that I think was like the first movie where he, he was part of his comeback was that movie Brick. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was good. Oh, yeah. the Snowden movie is called Snowden, and it's not out yet. I think they're, they're it's a uh, Oliver Stone movie. Okay, uh, but it's it's in I guess, according to IMDb post production right now. So 2016 is when it's going to come out. Okay, I thought I missed that. I was like, how the fuck did I miss that? That sounds that's got me written all over it. Right. Um, that sounds really interesting. Um, but yeah, I like he almost has like a throwback kind of 40s 50s actor vibe about yeah. him, which like that stands out in a pile of like square headed white actor dudes who all look exactly the same and have zero fucking personality. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I I respect that. He's always been like an interesting dude. Yeah. Um, and he was in Inception, dude. He was in. You didn't see Inception? No. Get out of your own house. Sorry. Um. All right. Well, yeah. That's. uh, I never see movies. Yeah. Why is that? I don't know. I don't like. I don't like the process of going. Um. But you at home? I don't get them. There's a problem with my Apple TV. Oh my god. I have. You know what? I really don't. It's probably related to the problem with your Wi-Fi. <laughs> probably. <laughs> I don't do well sitting. I don't have a great attention span for watching a thing for too long. And also, I I now do this annoying thing where I like pick apart little inconsistencies in movies, or like when there's a loop line, I notice it too much, or like I get really distracted by parts of movies I shouldn't. It's hard for me to like get. So what do you wa- do? What do you watch? I don't really watch anything. I watch I watch sports a little bit, but I more listen to it, like while I'm drawing. But I don't actually watch a show. You don't watch shows. You don't watch movies. No. You don't read books, really. I read a little. You watch. You look at pictures and you draw. Yeah. Okay. I mean, that's essentially what I do. <laughs> I look at pictures and I draw. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you went like by the if you went like percentage of stuff I did. But I look at pictures and I draw. And I, like, listen to ESPN while I draw. Yeah. But I can't even do that for a while because it's so repetitive. Right, right. Like, once you listen to it for an hour, it's it almost gets re- it gets really annoying when it comes to So how do you know time. who all the good actors are if you're not even, like, watching all I the I mean, movies? I read the news. Oh, so you just, like, they said that guy. Well, I just notice, like, you know, the, I notice there's so much written about anyone who did anything. Yeah. I mean, I read the news every day. Right. On the internet. So I, I, I'm aware of who's doing things and who's doing what. I try to stay aware of, like what's happening in pop culture by just either seeing things on Twitter or, you know, but like I, I have trouble sitting and watching a whole thing anymore. Okay. Which is weird because it's not, I don't have like a terrible attention span. It's just, I don't know why things don't pique my interest enough to like actually go. I'm going to see star Wars. Yeah. I got to see that too. Yeah. I want to see the big short. That looks good. 
I find that interesting. Oh yeah, that looks like a good cast. Of, cast of that like, looks like a really great cast. Yeah, I like the uh, the dude that directed it. That usually does comedies. This seems different, so that seems interesting mm-hmm. to me. And then, uh, but yeah, I just I don't know. I just don't do. It. I don't go. Interesting. Drawing takes so long. I just need a lot of time. <laughs> I need time to do it. And you're on this drawing kick now. Yeah, I'm just trying to work all the time. If I have time. So what, what's your like? What's the what started that? I don't know. I just started because uh, you've been posting more pictures. I just started doing it, and then like I did, I had like an idea for one. I was like, and then I thought like this could be an idea I could do for a long time. Sort of. just not not like necessarily an idea, but a vague concept of a large number of things. And then I started doing them, and I and I was able to do them fast enough, and still look. A, a way like the way that I wanted to. What's the concept? I don't want to explain it. <laughs> it's is it's it super secret? vague. It's it only kind of makes sense to me. Okay, but it was just like I find this interesting. I I think I can make lots of pictures in this particular with this conceptual idea. And these are all the ones that you're posting online. Yeah, all the black and white ones. Okay, and then what are you going to do with them? I like, might make a book. Okay, because I think I could print a small book of them cheap. Yeah, and sell it myself, because I, I think I'm when I, I'm either going to stop at like fifty. But wouldn't the concept? Ha- I mean, you'd have to explain it then. No, I don't. Okay, it's a great thing about art. You don't have to explain a goddamn thing. Right, that's true. That's that's why. As by the way, that's why it appeals to people. Right. It's because you don't. That's to me. I don't want. It's also what scares people away from it. Well, to me, <laughs> I don't. Yeah, absolutely. But if <laughs> once I explain it, it only gives people a reason to look at things once. Right. But if you don't explain it. And you keep things like specific but vague at the same time. People can look at it for a longer time and try to draw their own conclusions and mm-hmm. and figure out what they think it means on their own. Makes things. I don't. I hate. Like I never. The artists I love. I don't read a fucking word in their artist statements. I hate them. Yeah. Because why? First of all, it's rarely written by them. And I know, like, I've had to write them, and I've had gallerists write them about my work, and you read them, you're kind of chuckle because you're like, "That's not what that shit's about." Yeah. But like, it there, I think it kind of ruins it. I don't want a roadmap. That's what like narrative stories are for. Yeah, you want to arrive there on your own. Yeah, you want to have someone look at it and have a reaction to it that's specific to them, not like right. be told what it is. That's dumb. Yeah. Um, that was a long tangent, but yeah, I think I'm gonna make. A book when I get enough of them. When I get enough good ones, I I have like I think I've done thirty three or thirty four. When I have fifty good ones, yeah. which I think I'd have to do sixty or seventy of them okay. to have fifty good ones. We'll see. My next super hot dude. This is now f- you you might it's it's Leo DiCaprio. Okay. And the reason I think he's having a hot year is this: he lost the Academy Award last year to McConaughey. He hasn't won one for He's best. He's never won one. Yeah, which is mind-boggling. Well, he got nominated for best supporting for What's Eating Gilbert Grape, and a lot of the Academy voters, because he wasn't famous, thought he was actually mentally disabled. Because so he's that good of an actor. Because he's that good of an actor. So he doesn't win last year for Wolf of Wall Street and gets universally made fun of because they have a shot of him at the Academy Awards where he was holding it together like a gentleman, but his eyes were glassy because he was bummed. Yeah. And why wouldn't he be? The thing is, people are like, oh, look at his life. He should be happy. But at this point, the guy's accomplished so much. That's all that's left. I know. Yeah. And you can't be like, oh, he should be. Ha- I work. At- I hate my job. I- it's like, dude, well, you're not him. He's been he's worked really hard to become where he's at. It's like it doesn't take easy roles. He takes fucking hard movies. Yeah. Well, if you work in any industry, there's like the ultimate prize, the ultimate honor you can get. And if you work in it long enough and work hard enough, you want that recognition. And it's not the end of the world. He's not homeless because he didn't yeah. win it. But you still want it. Yeah. And he's done everything else. So this is all that's left. Yeah. It's what like, else could he fucking get done? Yeah. And I can't stress to you enough, the movies he makes are hard to make, especially with the directors he makes them with. Right. Marty Scorsese doesn't look at you and go, do whatever you want, Leo. Like, it's fucking difficult. Yeah, yeah, yeah. These are people with high standards. And they're not, work- yeah, easy characters to get into. Like, The Wolf of Wall Street, there's parts of it where you're like, that must have been an intense three months. Yeah, yeah. So, he doesn't win, and there's all these memes of him looking sad yeah. and making kind of fun of him. And then, he gains some weight, right? There's uh-huh. a very famous picture you see on the internet of him getting chased on a beach with a super soaker, right? looking kind of chubby, yeah. and people are making fun of him. But it turns out 
The reason he was getting kind of chubby was for a role. It's for the Revenant. What's the Revenant? The Revenant is this new movie that's coming out. It came out right now. Uh huh. And apparently, the performance in it, people are saying like. It's going to be hard not to give him the Academy Award this time. <laughs> it would be so funny <laughs> if he didn't get it again. I mean, it's very hard it's a very hard award to win. I don't know. He you know there's a probably I mean, Meryl Streep doesn't have a problem winning it <laughs> 200 fucking times. Yeah. <laughs> Meryl Streep won an Academy Award for her Starbucks order once. Yeah. Um but he so now he he apparently the performance is great. It's on par with his best performances and the shit he had to do just like physically and it's like incorrect like he had at one point he's inside a dead horse and he fights a bear and there's all this Jesus. craziness that it's one of those roles where you know like Tom Hanks losing all the weight and stuff it's like one of those where they're like you know it's going to be tough not to give him this and i just i really respect the Man. fact that he made a movie like Wolf of Wall Street which is probably really hard to make yeah. didn't win the academy award was probably incredibly bummed but just went back to work on a movie that is really fucking hard to make. When, by the way, dude's probably got a hundred and fifty million dollars in the bank. Has a could oh, yeah. just literally. I mean, there was a great picture. He could disappear forever and not have a to week worry. or two or sometime after the Academy Awards. There was a picture of him on the beach with like I'm not kidding, like fifteen models. Yeah, and they were like, seems like he's doing okay. <laughs> Which, oh yeah. But he went back to work making a very difficult film. Those films sucked. If any. I know not a lot of people respect acting as hard work, but there, when you're doing night shoots in the rain, twelve hours a day, mm-hmm. it's awful and cold and miserable and hard. Right. And I really respect that he took that loss like a fucking adult, went back to work and did something. Even the, even if he doesn't win, the fact that it's still being talked about, like because he could cash out and do some garbage rom com, and he could. There's a million things he could do, but he did. He did something hard. And I think that makes it super hot. Yeah, I mean, he's uh, his his resume is like almost flawless, and he keeps it quiet. You don't know a lot about the dude. Yeah, he, does, not, he doesn't do interviews unless he's talking about movies. He's a bit. He's a huge environmentalist. Uh, I just like the way, and you know, you hear all kinds of stories about his private life, whatever. What, that he's just like a ladies' man. He's, he's a, a you hear he's a ladies' man. He does. He's into drugs and drinking. Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera, whatever. Right. But the dude keeps it relatively quiet. I don't hear a lot of drinking drug stories about him. I didn't either. But then someone told me. I was re- telling my hot dude list to someone. They were like, ah, I hear he's like a oh, super hard partier, and that he has apparently he can drink anyone under the table. Oh man, I hope he doesn't fucking turn up dead one day. That would be a bummer. I, I would. He's a fucking smart guy. By the way, really good art collection. Uh, smart has nothing to do with drugs. No. Yeah, you're right. Crazy good art collection. Yeah. Insane watch collection. Oh, dude. All bet. Yeah. I mean, the guy without much money. I've and he's stories. Yeah. He's, he's, he's he got He buys style. things at auctions that aren't only expensive, but like the smart thing to buy where you're like, oh, you even yeah. know about that to oh, buy like it? Nicholas Cage, you buys like a dinosaur skull. <laughs> dinosaur <laughs> skull seems like a good buy to me. Well, he had to just return one. He had to return it, which seems dumb. But like, if yeah. you had a lot of money, they're like, you know what's probably going to go up in value? Dinosaur skull. I'd believe it. Because it was stolen, I think, or something. Yeah. I yeah. think it was from Cambodia. Yeah, he's not good with money. No, he buys castles. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think Leonardo DiCaprio had a hot year. And I've, granted, like I said, I haven't seen many movies, but I thought he was great in Basketball Diaries. Yeah. What's he you and Gilbert Grape? I saw Titanic for the first time like three years ago when it came out again. It's a good movie. Fucking great movie. Yeah. And by the way, acting wet is terrible. Right. Some of those scenes where they're like the water's rising and they're running, fuck that. Yeah. James Cameron's in a bullhorn yelling at you. That's not an easy job. Right. And so I uh, I have a lot of respect for that dude. And I like I think he's good too. Yeah, he's a great actor. What's he and Gilbert Grape is great. I like that. What was that movie? Uh, the Island. Oh, the island of Dr. Moreau? No, the island. I think it was called the... Oh, the beach. Oh, Shutter Sorry. Island. The beach. The beach. The beach? Was the beach. he in that? I He's never saw like that. on an island with all these people that have like disappeared to this deserted place so they can live with like outlaws and stuff. Oh, I never saw that. That was good. Shutter Island he was in, I believe. That one was super weird. Yeah. Yeah. He was in that, right? Yeah. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, he picks some dark, weird shit. Picks interesting shit. But he is so good. Yeah, he was in... He was great in Inception. He was great in... Uh, what was the other fucking... I can't remember. Uh, the Departed, he was in that. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, when he 
fucking breaks the glass in that guy's face is awesome. Dude, he is so good. His yeah. intensity is like... Anyway, he's great. Um, I don't know that this guy did a lot this year, but fucking every year he never fails to be the coolest dude ever. Robert Downey Jr. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This is, again, not like based on physical appearance. He's not a bad-looking guy. He's a great-looking guy. Um, Small. Great-looking. Oh, yeah, I guess he's short, but they're all short. Yeah. he. Uh, there's lots of funny pictures of him wearing conspicuously high-heeled shoes to premieres for no Iron way. Man when he has to stand next to Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> oh, my God. I got to Google image that. Yeah. He, he, ha- he wears those uh, sneakers. That oh, have the heel, no. and he'll wear like a platform boot. That's pretty obvious. He's not even that short. He's five nine. No, but like for uh, an actor, that's like a giant. But Gwyneth Paltrow, I think, is kind of tall, and so in premiere photos, she goes in. You know, she'll put on a pair of heels and would kind of tower oh, over him. That's a bummer. I don't think he's five nine. I think that's fake. Really? Yeah, I think he's five eight, five Does seven. It, when you Google image it, on the top is like the subjects that you can click on that shows you. And there's one. There's comparison. There's Tom Cruise. There's lifts. There's heels. Mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a couple. I'm, there's a pre, a picture from an Iron Man premiere where he's wearing heels. Those don't look. Like, I mean, in one of them, it looks like he's just wearing boots. Yeah, but sometimes they hide the lifts and boots. I've seen the special soles. I saw him in a. Okay, there's a pair of boots there that look like. They look like fucking astronaut boots. Yeah. Which, why would you wear those with a suit? Yeah, exactly, because there is a lift hidden in them. They're like those uh, sneakers that look like um, Nike Dunks for that women wear that have a heel. Yeah. Yeah. But maybe. Wow, that's weird. But, I mean, gifted oh, yeah. actor. Yeah, he is uh, another another comeback guy. Yeah. I think I have a thing for comeback people. Yeah. Um. Because it just seems hard to do, man. And it makes a good story, too. Where you're like, he was literally found in a fucking alley. Yeah. Somewhere like... He on, crawled into someone's house that wasn't his house. Yeah, it was somewhere in like, on the west side in like Santa Monica or whatever in like 2001 or two or whatever. Fell asleep in like a kid's bed. Almost died. Mm-hmm. Was pr- uh, practically dead. Dude was in jail. He was always in and out of jail. He was yeah. in court. There was a four-year period where Robert Downey Jr. was in court all the time. Yeah. He yeah. was... Uh, it was over. And then he gets it, he gets his shit together, and then just starts making awesome movies, and he starts just being the coolest dude in the world. He's he, one of my favorite people to watch in interviews. He's always funny. Yeah. He's always ad-libbing. Uh, he had a great moment in one of the last like Oscars or Golden Globes where Gervais or something was making fun of whoever, and then he kind of like just took everything that was happening and made like a couple of funny statements about it in his presentation and got a great reaction. And you're like, it's a fucking gentleman. He can right also there. really sing. Can he really? Yeah. Yeah. There was a movie called like two girls and a guy or something. It was yeah. him, Heather Graham and somebody else. And, uh, he's awesome. At man. one point he plays piano and sings in it. You're like, dude. And I, he had to audition for Iron Man. It was cast by a woman who cast me in, um, that movie with the rock. Uh-huh. A race to Witch Mountain, and she told me that you know the studio was like, "Look, we think he could do it, but we're you know he has this thing, so a reputation. Would he come in and read?" And he was like, "Yeah, I'll come in and read." And she said, "Once he read, there was literally no one in the world who was going to get the job." She goes, "His performance jumped out of the fucking screen, really in in like in a random room on Larchmont where Randy Hiller. Randy Hiller now is like the." She's an a, a executive at Disney. But at the time, she was a casting director. And oh. she had this, like, you know, very normal casting place. It's like a converted house on Larchmont. And Robert Downey Jr. cruised in and auditioned to play Iron Man. And, like, she's like, you, he has an energy that no one... Once we saw it, it was like there's no one in the world who He is this. just, like, so good at the... Also, another stylish dude on his own. Yeah. Like, it's not just, like, when he's on the red carpet. Like, he's always, like, well put together. Uh, but he just seems like one of those guys that any room he walks into, yeah. he's going to be the life of the party. He could be there for five minutes or five hours. Yeah. And when he leaves, people are going to go, that guy's great. Yeah. We should invite of, him to the next thing. He's one of the special people. Yeah, he really is. He just can walk into a room and not feel phased and be like, I'm going to have a great time here and I'm going to make sure everyone else does too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's one of those guys where I'm like, 
I'd like to be that guy for a little while. I'd like to have. What I would wonder, it be like to walk in those lifted shoes? <laughs> I'd like to have his talent for a little while. Oh yeah, the whole packet. I mean, you want it all. Yeah. Not the height. I want to keep my height. Right. Um, um, my last one. Current, just won this. He won Thrasher Magazine Skater of the Year. Uh huh. Anthony Van England. Anthony Van. Google England. image him. He's a handsome dude. First of all, he dresses cool. He dresses like a. Anthony. He's got what we would consider Long Beach style. He skates for Vans. He has his own company called Fucking Awesome. <laughs> That's what it's called. Yeah. He. Ooh, uh, problem though. What? He's from San Diego. You don't like that. The thing about San, I've to a certain degree, I've made my peace with San Diego because it is the skateboard epicenter of the world. Right, currently. Yeah, if you want to get discovered in skateboarding, you have to go to San Diego. Because it's the it's where all the dudes you know are at. But he lives here now. I think he actually lives in the area because I see him skating around here sometimes. No way. Yeah, I saw him skating at the high school ones. Cool. Uh, he and for for winning skater of the year, he's a little older than most you know people. That, like the kid who won it last year was like nineteen. And yeah, he's thirty seven. Yeah, he put out. That's r- ancient. He put out for skateboarding that is like being seventy. Damn. And to win skater of the year at thirty seven is incredible. He put out really solid parts this year for for uh, in the he had the last part. It, if you're in a skate video and you have the last part, that's because you kind of have the best part in uh-huh. the Vans propeller video. He had the last part, and I mean his company's cool as shit. Mm-hmm. And I just you know he seems like a good dude and hot piece of beef. <laughs> <laughs> He's got cool hair. Good style. Just dress, He dresses like a 1950s mechanic who just happens to skate. Yeah, he really does look like, I mean, blue collar to the core. Yeah. Um, Skater of the Year is no bullshit for Thrasher. It's very hard to get. And yeah, once yeah. you get it, you go into like, the. you go into history. You're, you go instantly into skateboard history. Like, Ed never won it. No way. Which, the timing of his thing was weird. But like, the lit, when you see, Tony Hawk's never won Skater of the Year for Thrasher. Now, it's mainly aimed at street skaters. Yeah, he was like... Uh, but, like, you know, the list of people that haven't won it, it's like... There's a few very small number of people that have won it twice, and that's incredible. That seems very, 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 very Andrew Reynolds won it twice. That guy's a legend. Wow. Yeah. Uh, my last one is uh, Josh Homme. Well, yeah. <laughs> See? Just your reaction. You're like, well, fucking of course. Uh, that dude, if you guys don't know is the uh, lead singer of a little band by the name of Queens of the Stone Age. Yeah. Uh, he's 42 years old. He's from the fucking desert, <laughs> which is so manly. He's also made of the desert because uh, he's hot. Yeah, he's made of the desert. <laughs> um, he's part cactus yeah. filled with hot sand. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's cool. He's like he's fucking six foot four. He yeah. is just built like a refrigerator, yep. and he will fucking fight your ass. Fight you in the face. And at the same time, he has a great singing voice, mm-hmm. and it like can play instruments. And, and he's know, in a respectable couple of rock bands. You know what I like about him? He survived a terror attack. He survived <laughs> a terror attack in France. Yeah. But he, what I like about him is he could be his... Because he writes a lot of that shit, but he's constantly yeah. like... Doing things with other people and kind of sharing the spotlight with other dudes he likes to work with. When if he wanted to, it could just be the Josh Homme Five, and we'd love it just as much. Yeah, yeah. I but mean, he, he does could just be the face of the band. But yeah, he's not. And he he's also not. like he's all about the music. Is yeah, what is what he is. I mean, they used to do those desert sessions out in out in the desert where all these musicians and stuff from all those bands would get together and just rock the fuck out. Yeah. Like, he doesn't seem to have any pretension or ego. And, and again, these are just the images these people put out. Who knows what they're really like? But you don't hear a lot of stories. So just using that, you go like, all right, maybe he's cool. And then the way he goes about his, his career and his, yeah. and his art and stuff, you're just like, he seems like he's doing it right. And outside of meeting the guy and talking to him, I'm just basing it on that. And I like that. And... Fuck it, he looks cool, cool hairstyle. Um, uh, not for nothing, being a hot ginger, rare, very rare. Yeah, yeah. he's there's uh, seven. Yeah, and he's two of them. I met him <laughs> at a bar once. Uh huh. I was at a bar on Vine years and years ago, and was it three of clubs? No, 
it was a fondue bar. I don't remember what it was called. Fondue bar. Very brief existence. Was he there to beat up punks? No. My oh. friend my friend Jason owned a part of it or something. And okay. so I went. And he walked in. And I was there with my friend PJ Fiddler, who's an artist. Great uh-huh. artist. And PJ nerded out so hard. Oh, yeah. Was like, dude, I want to go give him one of my promo cards. I have it on me. But I can't. <laughs> he was literally like, I can't. I was like, I'll do it. Yeah. Because we had the same manager. Uh, my manager, Stu Sobel, used to manage Queens of the Stone Age. And I was like, I'll go fucking do it. So I just rolled up to him. I was like, hey, man, uh, I'm Stu's my manager, too. I think he would like this guy's art a lot. And he was just like, oh, cool. And he like, looked at it. He was like, oh, yeah, this looks sweet, dude. Thanks. Like, put it in his jacket. It was just like mellow. Awesome. And yeah. I didn't I didn't linger too long. I was like, yeah, dude, I think this guy's rad. I think you might like him. Because uh, I've said this before. My one problem with the Queens of the Stone Age is their art isn't as good as the band is. Yeah. They, it could be better. It should be the. It should be like Iron Maiden level great. Do you know what I mean? I wonder why. And they probably just have their friends do. There it. is. There's a friend. Because I asked when they, we, after one of their albums, I went into my manager's office and I was like, like "What the fuck is?" I going was literally. On ang- he was like, "Are you mad?" At-? I was like, "What do I do?" I was like, "This has nothing to do with my career at all." <laughs> right. I am angry. I was like, "Dude, you gotta, you gotta do something." He's like, "I try," <laughs> but some of it's been cool. To be fair, I don't want to shit on all of it. Some of it's been very cool. But, yeah. like, it could be, it should be so, it, I mean, like, the Black Keys have consistently good art. There's really no excuse. Their last couple they ripped off from the Black Angels, though. Oh, they did? Yeah. yeah. The Black Angels, A, are a fucking awesome band. Okay. And, B, their artwork, it fits their genre of music. They're, like, psychedelic noise rock. because the brother, the one guy's brother does all their art. What guy's brother? The, uh, the, one, the Black Keys lead singer, or it's the drum, one of their, the dr- Patrick the, Carney. One of their brothers does all the... He's their art director. Like, he um, does everything. So, Black Angels covers, and I'm going to look up... Uh, Black Angels, Black Keys. I wonder if you can... That auto-completes, because some people, I'm, they guarantee they've done the same thing. Yeah. But also, not for nothing, I mean, the uh, Eagles of Death Metal went back to Paris and played uh, an encore with U2. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever, how, uh, probably about a month after that fucking incredibly horrendous terrorist attack. Right. I mean, when you, when, when I read the stories of how it was going down in that room, mm-hmm. I mean, it was fucking crazy. Yeah, it was a terror attack. If they would have, ne- if they would have been like, uh, we're done being a band, it would have been like, yeah, I, I get it. I understand. Um, yeah, he's a part of like a bunch of cool bands, which yeah. is cool too. Like, I mean, way back in the day, he was in Caius. Caius, uh, and then he's been in Queens since like the ninety mid late nineties or whatever. And then he did that one band, them Crooked Vultures. They put out an album yep. which had some stuff on it. Um, and I remember seeing them once. I saw Queens in San Diego, and during the show, some guy threw something at him, and then he like after the song, and he's like, "Who the fuck threw that?" And then the guy, he's like, was that you? I saw you do it. And the guy was like, <coughs> he's like, oh, you think you're a fucking tough guy, huh? Like kind of laughing. He's like, why don't you come up here and throw something on stage? And the guy didn't say anything. He's like, yeah, that's what I fucking thought, man. And then they start playing again. And you're just like, dude, that guy just punked that dude <laughs> from the stage. Because you're looking at you're like, he's a big dude and he's not afraid right now. You know what I love about Josh so Homme? Cool. He told, uh, they did a festival that was like promoted by Jay Z. Uh-huh. And Jay Z is a pretty untouchable guy in the world of media. Right. And I guess they were kind of treated bad, where like the security went through their shit and like treat, and he was like, Really? And then, and then after that, they wanted them to like promote Jay Z's champagne or something. And he was like, We've never been treated like that ever at a festival, and Jay Z can go fuck himself. Yeah, <laughs> you were like, oh, oh, shots fired, my friend. That's how you do it. Like, that's not, it's a, talking shit about Jay Z is not a thing you just, yeah. you do lightly. What does he fucking care, man? Yeah, but He's, that's what I'm saying. He's like, fuck yeah. you, I live in the fucking desert, and I don't yeah. need your show. And still lives out there. Fuck your champagne. Comes to LA, plays some shows, records some shit. If he even records it, he probably does it out there. And then goes back to Joshua Tree and chills by a fucking cactus and a rock. Yep. Um, he's the coolest. He lo- yep. took, uh, he did, produced, I think, a couple tracks on the new Arctic Monkeys album, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. was good. And uh, he has a fucking awesome show on, on Apple Music uh, called The Alligator Hour. Oh. And he hosts an hour long. He, I think it's every Thursday. And he, there's a bunch of artists, like musicians who have their own shows on there. It's like a once a week thing. And they just curate playlists right. of like cool songs. 
and then they do whatever they want in between. And he is, it's so funny. Like the in between, he like takes on this like soothing voice and like yeah. talks. He's funny. Like, oh, he totally is. Yeah. And uh, and there's always like a thing like if you would like to contact me uh, about any of this music, please quietly whisper into the clouds <laughs> and I will not hear it. You know, he never gives a real way to contact. Yeah. He's really funny. And his song selections are always so fucking good, man. Um, but yeah, dude, he seems super fucking cool. Dress is awesome. He's a fucking man <laughs> in so many ways. I'm not. Yeah. Uh, so I'd like to trade places with him yeah. and ride a fucking Harley mm-hmm. uh, into a lion Bet she and then fist ride a- fight it. Bet she doesn't even ride a Harley. I bet she like has this like just messy, like scrap bike. Yeah, yeah. That he just put together. Put together some shit he found in the desert. Yeah. Well, you look at it and you go, "Is that powered by four lawnmowers?" I mean, engines? that's what like and he's like. Yeah, it fucking is, man. The original Hell's Angels didn't ride fucking Harleys. Scrap bikes. Yeah. Yeah. Then they sold out. Yep. And went Harley. Um. So yeah, man, those are some fucking hot dudes. We that's a it. hot. That's that's a that's a real solid lineup of hot man meat. Yeah, that you know, bunch of bunch of hot dicks in there and uh, hot what were we bodies. Call it again. I already forgot. Uh, I don't remember. It was hot beef. Something with beef. Hot beef man parade. No, it was. Uh, yeah, it was a, a beef parade. Yeah, hot beef parade. Hot beef parade. Um, those are my. That's that's our list of fucking hot dudes. Yeah. Those are dudes that fucking killed it. Yeah. So hard this year, way harder than we killed it this year. Yeah, way harder than anyone you know who killed it this year, unless you know one of those people on the list. Uh, no one killed it harder than these dudes. They're yeah. hot, they're cool, <laughs> uh, and we want to be them. Yeah, all of them at once. But you could create a superhero if you combine all those dudes into one new person. Yeah, that dude would be unstoppable. That would be like the, I mean, that would be Damien, like the the Lucifer child. Whose hair do you pick? Oh, that's a good question. Whose hair? Um, that's a hard one. Yeah, Anthony Van England's got good hair. Yeah, fuck, that's a good. Let me look at him again. Josh Homie, though, great hair. He does, but it's red. I don't know how I. I don't know if I can go back. Yeah, backwards in color, like DiCaprio's got great hair. Always has. <coughs> yeah, he actually does have great hair. I mean, if I'm choosing between the whole cast of Magic Mike, there's a lot of good hair in there. I think it's all good. There's no, there's not a bald guy in Magic Mike. What's there? his name? Doesn't have she keeps his head shaved. Who? Uh, 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 the main dude. I don't know, Channing Tatum. Channing Tatum. But he's got hair. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Uh, I think I would just keep mine. Okay. Fair. I think I would go. Because I can't make a decision. Idris Elba just has a good shaved head. Maybe DiCaprio, probably. Yeah. Great hair. Yeah. Yeah. So, but that's it, man. Those are uh, those. There you go, t- listeners. Uh, so if you're if you're out there and you need someone to picture while you fuck, yeah, any of those guys is a great choice. Yeah, if your boyfriend looks like uh, me, garbage or Kevin, right? Uh, picture one of these guys we listed, or if you're a dude who. Wants to be more like a way cooler, more awesome. Oh yeah, if you're looking for a style icon to steal from, yeah, any one of those dudes, or like a cool, like how do I act cooler? Yeah, pick any one of those guys. Watch yeah. some videos or, or whatever, and be like, that's how you are cool in life. Yeah, be, be like Magic Mike. Yeah, okay. Uh, that's it. Hey, happy New Year, guys. We'll see you in 2016.